0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insights into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 2, looking at verses 16 through 21, read from the New Living Translation. According to Life Application Study Bible, just as on the day of Pentecost, there will always be those who misunderstand the working of God, who mock mock it and call into question its integrity. Christians can either wring their hands and worry or, like Peter, seize the opportunity to tell the watching world about the work of God in their midst and Peter will teach them with the word, which is what we need to do. So let's listen to God's word. Again, Acts chapter two, verses 16 through 21. No, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy Your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. In those days I will pour out my Spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Again, Acts chapter 2, verses 16 through 21, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I'm your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for taking time to uh, learn God's Word with me as we learn together. Like, follow, share at Minute Words or hashtag MinutesWord on Facebook and Twitter. And my podcast is heard wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. Y'all be blessed. Again, Acts chapter 2, verses 16 through 21, read from the New Living Testament. We are again listening to Peter. He is the speaker. He's the spokesperson. And he's quoting Joel chapter 2, verses 28 through 32, 32, to explain the events of Pentecost. Um, He says that um, this is what was spoken By the prophet Joel. And of course, his audience, especially because remember it said they were devout, they were religious people, and they had come from all over to uh, Jerusalem for the time of Pentecost. And, well, some lived there, but they were there for Pentecost, okay, which is a high holy day in the Jewish calendar. But let me continue. He said, the prophet uh, Joel said uh, that. Um, let's see well let me read this in the midst of the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit among signs and wonders and speaking in tongues what does Peter do? essentially he said let's have a Bible study let's look at what the prophet Joel wrote and then he introduces the first of three Old Testament uh, passages this one is Joel chapter 2 verses 28 through 32 And of course, his audience again would know because they were all devout Christians, even though devout, not Christians. They were devout Jews. So they knew the Word of God, even though they had some who were jeering and making fun. Most of them who were there understood what was, they didn't understand it because he had to explain it, but they were familiar with God's Word. So he's quoting to focus on God's promise to pour out his spirit on all flesh. What happened on the day of Pentecost was a near fulfillment of that promise with the final fulfillment coming in the last days, which Peter had good reason to believe he was in because remember, they asked Christ, you know, is this going to be the fulfillment? Is this when Israel is going to rise back in power? What, you know, so they were thinking they were in the last days, but let's continue. Uh, Joel went on to say, and Peter, "It shall come to pass, pass in the last days, and it's that just says that the events of the Pentecost of Pentecost demonstrates to the Jewish audience that the promises made to them are fulfilled in Jesus, who is the true Messiah, and that the time of the last days has begun." And a lot of Jews still don't accept Christ as the fulfillment. But let me continue. The idea of the last days is that they are the times of the Messiah, encompassing both his uh, uh, humble uh, humble coming and his return to glory. Because Jesus had already come in humility, they were aware that his return in glory could Uh, be at any time. It may also be helpful to see the last days as something like a season, a general, general period of time more than a specific period. So think of it like weeks, such as weeks. In the whole span of God's plan of human history, we are in the weeks or the seasons of the last days. And uh, Joel, Joel's scripture then says, "I will pour out my flesh on my spirit upon all flesh." And this was so powerful. In the quotation from Joel, Peter explained what these curious onlookers saw: the Holy Spirit poured forth upon the people. This was a glorious emphasis on Pentecost. Under the old covenant. Only certain people were filled with the Spirit at certain times for certain purposes. Now, under the New Covenant, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is for all who call upon the name of the Lord. In Joel, God's full and final restoration of His people involves inner transformation by His Spirit. The mention of daughters and handmaids would uh, make one think that the women mentioned in chapter 1 verse 14 also received extraordinary gifts of the Holy Spirit as well as the men. Um, Philip, the evangelist, had four daughters who were or did prophesy, and that's going to be in chapter 21. And Peter closes this section sounded just sounding just like a Baptist preacher when he tells his audience, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that your name is a strong tower and that the righteous can run to it and be safe, and that's what is um, inferred when Joel says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, Lord, we thank you that in your name we can hide, we can run, we can find shelter, we can find salvation, we can be uh, safe. That's what salvation is, to be safe. We thank you for that, Father. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way, those who've lost loved ones. I was at a church service tonight and someone got a call that a loved one was killed. So we're praying for that family right now. And also they were mentioning others who had died recently. We'll be laying one of our dear dear friends who's she's 97. She would have been 98 next year, but she made her 97, laying her to rest on tomorrow. So praying for that family and all who are in mourning right now. Praying for those who have other needs. God, you know what all the needs are. The list is so long. Those who need you for shelter, for food, for jobs, for just finances, making ends meet. For whatever it is, no matter how big or how small. God, we know that we can call upon you. We can ask for what we need. We can uh, uh, speak to you like we speak to another person because you do hear and you do answer. And we thank you in advance, Father, for answered prayer. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.